Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Breakdown Wrestling Podcast. Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties, the Scott Hall episode you are about to listen to will be distributed in raw audio. We here at the Breakdown Wrestling Podcast take pride in providing you with the best overall quality and apologize in advance. Nonetheless, it's a great episode you don't want to miss, as we look back at the life and times of the legendary Scott Hall. Hope you enjoy it. Rest in peace, bad guy. Fabian Sandow, and this is Joey. This is Joey Goldenera, a.k.a. Joey Rance, a.k.a. Rankin' Scaramucci, a.k.a. Biggie's not overrated, and I kind of feel bad for shitting on him last week. But anyway, um, we're back. Yeah, welcome to a, a very uh, special episode. Um, a lot going on in wrestling, you know, so some good stuff and also some very sad, sad stuff. But before we get into it, I um, just want to introduce our guest for this week, Um Want to introduce yourself? Hey, hey, this is Rodney Ladino. I think we're going to call me Ladino Heat. Bring me on, guys. There he is. Um, are you an Eddie Guerrero, Mark? Um, yes, I am. Good. I mean, look, I, I, I like technique over power. So, certainly, he was one of the technical and psychological masters. So. Okay. Now, but let me ask you, though. Do you think... Top 10 all time. We're starting a podcast like this, huh, babe? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I need a just really quick, just um, top line. What do you think? Top 10 all time. Is he on your you list? Know, if he's not in it for me, he's so close to the top 10. Okay. All right, that's and, all. Okay, no, there are a lot of guys out there. There's a lot of great talent. And every time people talk about, you know, the, the Mount Rushmore wrestling, it's hard because, you know, you can take five years and put couple of guys there and then two years later someone else shows up and you're like you know yeah. I mean Eddie's great I mean I, I think I could watch Eddie winning the title at least once a year and every time I pop when he wins okay no that's good that, that's all I wanted just for now but that, that's a whole other conversation yeah thanks for it. yeah um, yeah, I mean, so, so, so let's get into it. Um, just make sure you follow us first at the Breakdown Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. We are live also on all major platforms. So you can check out Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Prime. We are on Spotify, iHeart, you name it, we're there. And subscribe. I, I think the, the, uh, subscribe link to YouTube is going to be right like here. Right there. Or right there. Or yeah. right here. Or whatever it is. Just press it. You know, just press it. It'll be updated. On our new episodes, and you'll take later. Yeah, cool, cool. So, um, let's get right into it. Um, just a sad week in the world of professional wrestling. Um, one of the greats. Um, we lost. Um, definitely someone who had a big impact on the wrestling business, who helped light the spark of the revolution in the wrestling business, and also was a big part of my childhood. You know, R.I.P. to 
the late great Scott Hall, um, aka Razor Ramon. Um, just a sad day. I mean, what what do you guys think about you know the whole situation? Uh, Joey, I'll start with you. Well, I mean, the, we'll we'll go back and forth, but uh, you know, it's I think Scott Hall's legacy is um, you know, he he made it cool to be. Uh, okay, so how, how do I say this, right? So he, so he, he made it cool just to be, um, you know, not a, a, a champion, right? Like, he, 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 you didn't have to be that guy. You didn't have to be the, the world champion to be, um, respected. And I think he, I think he, he's the one who, who made that, you know, uh, cool, right? The intercontinental, he made the intercontinental championship so, um, and he was one of those guys to do that, but, he made it so important that it made uh, the world championship that much more important, which made everybody get paid more, which is exactly what you know his his deal, right? He always wanted to be he always wanted to, he always wanted the boys to be taken care of, and that's kind of you know awesome. You know, so. Yeah, the Dino Heat thoughts. I mean, he was not one of my favorites, but the thing was, uh, especially in the last couple of years. I've looked at his career, and there's a solid five, six years where he made a mark, and it you can't deny that. You know, he had the talent, he had the look. Um, we'll talk about this a little later, but you know, he he certainly was missing one world title run, and I think you know things happened, and he couldn't do it. But he had he he definitely had that it factor you guys are always talking about, and uh, he he made wrestling really interesting. It was, yeah, I, uh, we'll talk about the matches in a little bit, but he could really keep up with the best and he could wrestle a lot more than you think. It's, you know, it's unfortunate that he was in wrestling where just, you know, he was a character when he came in and then he became a real person. And I think if he was a little later, if someone else had come before him, he would have totally been a world champion easily. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. I mean, just his impact, you know, like we can talk about like the early days now with Scott Hall. I know he started off in the AWA teaming up with Kurt Henning. And, you know, obviously that, that was a little bit before my time and before I really got into wrestling. But I was watching some old stuff and just his look, man. He had like the thick mustache, right? And he's like solid, like just a great, great, you know? It, look, at the time, that was a look. I mean, we're talking 84, 85, you know. Magnum P, uh, Magnum PI. Magnum TA, right? Yeah. 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 Also, uh, <laughs> yeah. Mustache, so. with that hairy chested, big muscle look. But if you watch his matches, uh, with Kurt Henning, two, two things stand out. One, Kurt Henning has not gained any muscles at the time. <laughs> um, and Scott is huge. I mean, his back is massive. And he stands around a lot. And he has, he doesn't, he, at the time, he still hasn't developed that personality yet. Right. He's just sitting there and, you know, he, you can tell, he's like, I'm going to stand here and I'm going to look good. But yeah. he still hasn't developed. But if you look at him easily, you can think, wow, this guy's going to go places. If you, if you, yeah. if he plays his cards right, if you look him right, this guy can go places. I think, he, I think he came up in that era and he said it too, in one of the many podcasts, many, many interviews, um, that, you know, he was too big to be job, right? To get job. And he was too green to go big, right? So, they, they had to do something with him because right. his body was so, you know, unique and, and, and big and he could move in the ring as well. So, um, 
Yeah, he kind of got started. Like, he was really green when he got yeah. close to the, even the small territory. Yeah. No, no. I, and I remember seeing that. I was like, wow, he just has a really great look about him. And then once I started getting into wrestling, you know, that was, it was in the 80s era. But then I started watching some early WCW, especially with my brother, who was putting me on at the time. And I remember seeing him. I was like, oh, Diamond Stud. He's a cool guy. You know, 1992. I remember it was very gimmicky right at the time. And then I just didn't think anything of it. And then let's fast forward to, oh, so he was there in that era with like Vinny Vegas, you know, early Diamond Dallas Page. There was like El Gigante, like, oh, like that era, like Flying Brian, right? So, I mean, he was more or less just a character, right? Just like a jobber. Wasn't really a a main event guy at the time in WCW. But you can see it like, you know, he he has his hair dyed super black. Yeah. He has like a, it looks awkward on him. But it also looks like there's there's something there, like more than before. Now it's like something's happening here. He's definitely gonna be something. And it was natural, right? So it was na- so so. Look at you know, look, I'm not comparing the two, you know, in, in terms of you know career, but look at Nash, right? I don't think it came as natural to Nash. So you had Oz, you had like it didn't look Vinny right. Vegas, yeah. But whatever Scott Hall did, right? Whatever gimmick he had. It just looked, you know, he played the part very well. You know what I mean? And, and if it was a cool gimmick, it was just, it was natural. So, yeah, even Vinny made it. Yeah. Um, and then if they, they definitely at that point, they were, you know, he was uh, with DDP, he was with Nash, and they were solid mid-card guys. Yeah. You know, and they're, again, their height and their, their ability, you're like, these guys could be something. Yeah, exactly. And then I remember seeing him in WCW, and then I was also very big into WWE, you know, all my, my whole life. And then I saw the, fast forward, 1992, we look at their vignettes of Razor Ramon. And I said, wait, wait, that not that the diamond stud? Yeah. Uh, that's what I was saying. Then I was like, yo, he's like this doing this Miami, like, hey, yo, like Scarface character. And I see it. I'm like, this is so cool. Like, I don't know. Like, I, think, I was a kid at the time. I was like, this is really cool. So it's just, this, is, this is funny. I, I didn't see Scarface. I haven't seen. I, I didn't know about Scarface either, right? until after Razor Ramon, and then I'm so I'm like, oh snap! Like <laughs> that he he did Scarface. I had no idea. Um, but yeah, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, uh, Roddy, what do you think about that whole like 1992 Razor vignettes? Oh, okay. So again, I was really I was just hugely into wrestling at the time, and I knew that that it was you know performance, and I still like. But I saw him come in. I was like, who's this guy? I don't really like him. But I kept watching his matches. And then, you know, batter up. He's there five months. He's up against Bret Hart at the Royal Rumble. 93, yep. You know, I'm a Bret Hart guy. I was blown away that he got the title. I watched that. I remember, like, I got the videotape the next day because I didn't pay for the pay-per-view. And I knew someone taped it. I thought he was going to lose the belt. Because I really thought that that Razor Ramon was tough and that he could take it. And watching that match is one of the first times that I was like, this guy's good. This guy's scary. And which is great as a wrestler. Like, you want to believe that you can win a match any night. And like, I was like, that that match versus Bret Hart, I was on the edge of my seat. I really thought it was the end. I thought Bret Hart was going to be like a three-month champion. Yeah. You know, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, I uh, I was, after that, I was sold on him as a heel. He was out there, he was, he was, you know, he was making me scared for my fan favorites. 
<laughs> right. You can put like little Owen Hart through, through, through the table or something. Yeah, no, and, and just like another thing too is, you know, WWE, they're so good with like the vignettes and the production. And then I remember even when he came out, it's like hearing his theme song. I was like, that song is cool, yeah. man. Yeah. And then his little. That was great. His little. The mannerisms that he did, right? The razor gimmick, right? The toothpick, the talking to the ref, saying, you know. Like something happened to this gold, something Yeah, exactly, right? Exactly, you know? And, um, I think, you know, I heard a, 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 an interview where he said, you know, that he did that off camera one time just to talk to the ref. And then I think it was Kurt Henry, like, oh, do it on camera. And then that's how it wow. came to think. So all those little things, we've seen her do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I said. Scott, Scott Hall's legacy is going to, it, it just, it, it's in every wrestler. You know what I mean? Like his, his, the things that he's done, it's like everybody's taking a little piece here now. Yeah, and then even to add to that, he's also part of like pop culture because even like the hip hop community, right? That Drake wears like Razor yeah. Ramon t shirts, like it was the cool thing. Wale did like a freestyle over that that Razor Ramon theme song, so it's like he definitely had an impact. Like, especially yeah, again, I think when WWF was still in that era, it was still mainly an East Coast kind of territory, right? New York, heavy in New York, heavy in Connecticut, heavy you know that yeah Eastern kind of kind of. So it was yeah, we, we grew up on it, everything. Everything was Razor and yeah. Bret Hart and Savio Vega for the, you know. <laughs> but yes. <Yeah>, Savio <laughs> Vega. Um, yeah, it was, um, it, yeah, it's just, okay, what else can you, know, you say? It's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, it also, like, Rodney, like, to your point, like, they kind of hot-shotted him. Like, he had his debut, he had the look, and then I remember he was teaming up with Ric Flair in Survivor Series 92 to go up against Savage and Kurt Henning. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. And then that, that got really screwed up because of the Ultimate Warrior. He yeah. had left, right. That, that, that's what it that So was. it brought but Mr. Yeah, Perfect was, back. You know, I mean, we're talking about Flair, and Flair's right next to Razor Ramon. So he was getting, he was getting the work. And I, I'm telling you, they, they must have thought for a moment there he, he was going to go all the way because his work was just, you know, solid. You know, this was your heel heel. And we're talking about at a time where, like, yeah, you had Flair, you had Razor Ramon, and you had, like, you know, the the Ultimate Maniacs. I mean, they looked like they were so colorful, right. and you had Goings and all kinds of other, I remember that. you know. We're letting go of that time and starting to get into, like, the Attitude Era. But he was definitely one of those real characters. He was, he was an over-the-top character that started becoming real. Yeah. Exactly. And then... Uh, and also too like Razor Ramon was like Vince's prototype of a guy he looks for so I'm surprised he didn't get the title at least got one run out of it you know yeah yeah I mean I, yeah I don't know what happened there because even if you look at the debut of Razor Ramon or, or one of his earlier matches or Vince was calling those matches and to hear his like you know his his joy when he, when he was like you know um, promoting Razor right um, especially early on so it's right. like something must have happened during that run, you know what I mean. That 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 prevented him from. But also, I could I could also see Razor saying, "You know what? I don't need the title right now, Brad. I'm gonna make it look even better." You know, because Scott, well, he Scott said, was just that guy. He was well, that kind of guy. I think Scott Hall. He again. He 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 was a a, a big you know um, supporter of the guys getting their just due, right? Right. So um, and, and I think you know he 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 even mentioned it that he that uh. He was telling Brett, you know, before the screw job, hey, you know, 
go get what's yours, man. But you gotta, you know, I'm not happy with, you know, getting paid because, you know, the, the IC title was a legit number two title, right? Right. So if you had the IC title, eventually you're gonna get the, uh, the world championship. So I think, you know, it was probably his, you know, um, his determination to get paid, you know, and the boys paid, where it was like, all right, wait, hold on, buddy. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, he was always a part of that. Yeah. So, 1993, right? He, he, he was still playing the heel. He was, I remember WrestleMania 9, he fought Bob Backlund, kind of a whatever, whatever match, right? And then King of the Ring, uh, I think he was semifinals or finalists, you know, against Bret Hart. So he was started getting this momentum. And then I remember Monday Night Raw when he turned baby faced. I think he, Money Inc. was trying to buy him out, something like that. And he was like, no, I'm not down with that. And then, he turned babyface and the fans loved it. And I was like, oh, it makes sense because everyone loved the gimmick. He was so cool. Yeah. It's good to cheer but him up. Let me jump in here because you missed one. Which, which one? was, he got pinned by the one, two, three kid. Oh, shit. That's right. How do you miss that? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I just saw that recently. And you know, it, it took a lot of uh, guts for him to do that, to let yourself be pinned. And I know that, that you know we all know that they're tight in the years to come. But at this point, you know, He's probably just, you know, he probably just seen him in the locker room a couple of times. Like, they're not that tight. But yeah. he puts him over. And the work he does in that, like, he's fully arrogant in the ring. Yes. Good call out. And yeah. like, he's slapping the kid around. And then, boom, he gets hit. And then he loses his mind. And now he's got a mini feud that, by the, I mean, he wins most of it. But by the time he leaves that feud, I think it leads right into what, what you're talking about when, when he turns face. Yeah. So, like, I think... That that was the spark, in, yeah. Yeah, in, in being so so generous to another wrestler, the fans really got behind him when you know he was. They were making fun of him. You know, Money Inc. was making fun of him, and you know now suddenly they were like, "No, you know, you got right. beat, but now we want to see you beat them." Right, right. And that that was solid. I mean, that's that old school WWE. That's stuff they used to do, right? It's just make long-term stories where you can get behind the character. None of this, like, you know, quick title changes, quick, you know, back-and-forth heel faces. Right. Like, it's good stuff. And I, I, I myself remember when he went, uh, when he turned face. Um, after that, uh, he was, uh, Shawn Michaels had lost, um, I think he, he got suspended He got suspended, so yeah. So had a tournament for uh, uh, the IC title. Yeah. And, uh, like it was a battle royale, and the last two guys were Rick Martel and, um, yes, Razor beat him on Monday Night Raw. And, that. Yeah, and you know, that's, I, I recommend this match. It is a solid, solid, it's not, you know, five stars, but it is a solid, you know, three and a half, super entertaining match. Where, once again, I, I, you know, even though I was, at this point I was going for Ramon, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure they're going to give it to, to Martel. He yep. won, and the fans were going nuts. Yeah, yeah you're right. And I, and I remember Martel. Martel was a solid worker, too, the whole like model gimmick. But that was kind of already at the tail end of his... Did he win it, actually, Was Martel? No. no, he never no. did, right? No. I don't well, think he did. I think he had a feud with, with uh, Shawn Michaels. For yes, the with like Sherry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. Sorry. I remember that. But also, back back to the match with um, 123Kid. I'm surprised, like... I wonder if that was Vince's plan to, to push one two three kid or if Hall said, "Hey, listen, man, this kid right here got something. Let, let me put him over, see what we could do." You that's know? A, I, I, I think it was Vince's idea. 
Because, like he said, I don't think he knew. He was 19 years old, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I, kid was young. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, again, maybe Scott took a liking to him very early on, quickly, because if I'm, you know, a superstar in that era, I'm, I'm you know, pretty, like, uh, scared, right? Like, what the hell is this kid yeah, doing? You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, I, go ahead. I think this, especially, as, you know, with, with what happened with the one, two, three kid, what's great about it is it gives Scott, like, this, like, a reason to be like a total douchebag to everybody. Yeah. And it plays every week, you know, like he's, oh, look at him, you know how big this is, over the top, you know, announcing. He's all like, he's extra bad. And he's doing all those things you were talking about off camp on Raw. Like, you know, he's throwing like toothpicks at people and yelling at people. And people are, are enjoying him being mad. Right, right. And classic, you know, you want to see the people get beat. Exactly, and I think it also played in you know played a big role in him to transition into a baby face, which the crowd accepted. You know, I accepted. I was a big fan of it, and then now let's fast forward to March nineteen ninety four, WrestleMania ten, which is probably that ladder match is the blueprint for every ladder match we've seen since. You know, especially for for a big man. You're exactly, he like, wasn't that he, spot unbelievable. type, right? You know what I mean? And, and, and when you look at the ladder matches now, right, that, that, that have gone throughout the years, this one still yeah. is it. And, 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 you know, Scott Hall being so big, <laughs> I can't, I can't get over it, you know, and, and, and having such a fluid and nice and beautiful. And just the chemistry with Shawn Michaels was like top notch. And you could tell they worked at that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they broke night. You know what I mean? Just, just, just working that match. You know what I mean? And, and, it was just the epitome of all. Yeah. Matches. I mean, that's that's one of those matches that you, you, you know, WrestleMania favorites right there. That's um, one top ten, can't all time not watch. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, and, and I saw a, a, a video not too long ago with Scott Hall talking about the match. And then he was just saying how they weren't supposed to go over. Because I think there were one or two matches that got cut from the card because their match went over. So... Scott Hall was like, listen, man, we're, we're just going to do what we're going to do. We're, gonna, we're putting on a show right now. You know what? What are they going to do? Are they going to fire us? They, they congratulated us. They gave us a big hug because yeah. that match defined a lot of stuff. So it's like, I'm, I was ready to take the heat. I was ready to get fired. But you know what? That match was so good that it's like, you just got to let it tell the story. You know? No rushing. Yeah. I, I, that's all right. I, I, think yeah. I just got to say that that's when I get all riled up, it's for this reason. It's like, Wrestlers, you know, do what you gotta do, make your money, that's great. But I always love the wrestlers that are passionate about, like, the wrestling, the art. And, like, okay, you know, they might get in trouble for, like, they lost the match, but watch WrestleMania 10. You're not missing anybody. You're not sitting there going, right. oh, where's, where's Doink the Clown? Right. Versus some guy. Like, I'm like, I never knew that, that they cut a match for, until, like, a couple of years ago. Like, oh, okay. And Rodney, actually, they cut a they cut like a ten man tag match, which was like Doink, Sparkplug, Holly, no, really? Duke the Dumpster yeah. Joe. Like, ain't nobody want to see. Oh man, chance. we missed out. We missed out on that. Oh. Yeah. Another another reason for Bob Holly to be mad. Exactly. Yeah, we missed out on like men on a mission. Like, remember those guys? Oh man. Um, but but back to the ladder match. They had a rematch, right? And again, SummerSlam nineteen ninety five. And obviously, it wasn't as Great as the first one, but that was the first time they introduced two ladders. 
So they kind of broke the mold in two matches, right? Yes. So yes. They introduced another ladder into that match, and then that kind of broke that mold as well. Um, funny thing, I think I think you know this. Obviously, everyone knows this. Um, when when Sean went to get the belt, he missed he missed the belt, um, and he had to re, he had to uh, re redo uh, that again. Reset the. You, you, you know, yeah, yeah, if you don't remember vaguely, that. Vaguely, vaguely. Yeah, so he climbed up the belt, and the belt was brand new. So that's why Scott Hall was saying, was telling stories. It was so brand new that I guess it was like, it wasn't worn in yet. Yeah. So when he went to grab the belt, he kind of slipped off. And he fell. <laughs> he fell. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, so then he had to re, you know, redo the, the ladder. And in typical 90s HBK fashion, he threw a fit on the ladder. Oh. Can you just have me on on your Sean Michaels, you know, hate podcast? Because I'd like to be on that. Oh yeah, it's 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 only it's only you two, man. I, I love HBK. Yeah, now. Well, he, he was and a prick. Now, uh, yeah, yeah, now when you watch the matches, like like I'm gonna watch that, that. I need to watch that SummerSlam match. Every time I see him throw a hissy fit, it just ruins everything for me. I'm like, I'll tell you what though. Before we go back to Scott Hall, the hissy fit I hated from HBK was when he stepped on Vader's head because Vader didn't move yeah, yeah. out of that. Some that botch. There's tons of them, bro. There's tons yeah. of them. Overselling Hogan. Overselling Hogan, <laughs> and that was like later on HBK. We're talking about like POS nineties. He was already a born again HBK, and he still oversold yeah. Hogan. We've had this conversation on another podcast, I think. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's, but it's just um, yeah. So he again, he threw that fit. Uh, and then they get the f out of my ring with the brow. It, it's, oh yeah, I hated that. It's one. it's always and again. I don't care how much he's changed. He's it, you, it, that's his legacy to me. Once oh, a well, part of it. Once a piece of shit, always a piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But listen, I I gotta say this because uh, I'm gonna jump ahead to the end here just for a quick yeah, second. Yeah. Like Scott Hall, as we'll talk, he had issues and. You know, when he was with like DDP and, and like, it seems like DDP helped. He, I mean, you know, he's only, they're, they're not angels, but DDP was definitely more of a positive influence. And for me, you know, a lot of the bad stuff that happened with Scott Hall starts with Shawn Michaels. Agree. The whole point mm-hmm. of the bad, you know, like you got toxic friends. You know, sometimes our partners are all like, don't hang out with that guy because that guy's going to get you home at four in the morning. You're going to drop like, okay. Like uh, that's yeah, Sean, I, mean, I don't care how safe he is. You know, he's just he's he was a a bad influence for Scott Hall, who unfortunately was open to influences. Well, yeah, I mean, he also mentioned too uh, Scott Hall was that I think, and again, I'm gonna say AWA. He never drank before when he was a he was coming up, right? He only just smoked a little pot here and there. But Kurt Henning. Who's his best friend? But again, I think he's one, another one of those kind of influences. Yeah. Told him, look, business gets done in the bars, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you can't just go home after a match and then go to your hotel room, right? People getting booked in the bars, people getting, you know, pushed in the, you know, this is where business get done, gets wow. done. So that's kind of, you know, yeah. that, that too. But yeah, I'm sure Sean doesn't have a positive influence. Sean, Sean, Sean cares only about himself, man. I agree. Yeah. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast, man. We digress. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, so let's fast forward. Um, let's not forget that, yeah. that uh, uh, I did some homework here. Go, <laughs> go ahead, do it, do it. I love it. Moen had a great match also with Owen Hart at uh, King of the Ring, yep. where Owen Hart beat him for the, for the title. Was that and, King of the Ring 94? One of those one of those matches that, like, it's short, yeah. but you, know, you went into that really thinking that, you know what, Ramon's going to totally win. And, you know, Ramon, you know, helped 
Yeah. Yeah, and even his feud with Goldust, right? And this is this is this is the, the this is the reason yes. why I, I love him so much is that if you look at his promo, right? There's a famous promo uh, about you know uh, Goldust writing him a letter, a love letter, right? Mm-hmm. And this is what in 90... 96. 96, early 96 right? or late ninety five. Ninety six is it? Cancel culture is not here, right? Right. So you can get away with a lot more stuff, right? What does he say in his interview? He's like, "Hey, man." Basically, I don't, don't, this is not verbatim, but he's like, he, he can do what he wants. It's just, I'm, I don't go that way. Yeah. He could have said so much, you know, heinous stuff and have got away with it, but he didn't. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. It, for someone who had such a, like, like you know, weird and, and crazy past, to me, he seems such a, like a genuine kind of nice guy, you know, with, little, with demons, you know what I mean? But, yeah. It's just, I never seen, like, he, he Never came off as like that douchey, that douchey vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I just that's the way I because I, I've seen a lot of footage of him. Like, you won't met him, but we'll get there. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I, I, that feud was like, like for me, that feud was like very like you know, there's a lot of subtext going on because mm-hmm. they weren't talking about it. Like, yeah. Goldust was like, you know, is he gay? What's going on? Yeah. You know, what's the deal? And you know. Oh look, he's making Razor Ramon, but I really like how it, it went on because he was like, you know, you definitely felt like, you know what, Razor Ramon doesn't like you, not for who you, what you do outside the ring, right, or your your shenanigans inside the ring, as they say, you know, and yeah. it was great, and he it was, really it was, I, I wish he, they had actually because Ramon lost the title to Goldust, who ended yes. up losing it to freaking Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I, I I remember that, and that was already at the tail end of Scott Hall's run in WWF. Um, yeah, because we're talking about early '96. So I remember as a kid, I used to there was there was this free hotline you would call in, and it was just a a recording of latest wrestling news. So from there, I was hearing about oh, Razor Ramon's contract is up, and you know he might be leaving WWF. So I said to my brother, I was like, yeah, I got this, you know, this hotline thing that I found from my friend. And they was like, oh, maybe it's real. Maybe he is leaving, right? So then, um, fast forward, you know, he's not being featured much in WWF, right? So after the Goldust feud, I think he had like a match or two. And then like he lost both of them. And I was like, wait, yeah, well, why is he not being featured? And then WrestleMania 12, you have the Hollywood backlot brawl with Goldust and Roddy Piper, which was supposed to be Goldust and Razor, Right. But Razor was already on the way out. And sorry to cut you oh, off. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think he wanted to do that. I don't think he was comfortable. And so so for all, for what he was saying before, like, do what you do. But, you know, I, I'm not, I don't go that way. He said it on, on interviews that he wasn't comfortable doing that him. Mm-hmm. I mean, doing that program. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> excuse me. And uh, that's why I didn't, you know, um, oh, okay. progress. But looking back at it, he's like, man, I should have you know, done it. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't like that 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 <laughs> parking lot back on fight anyway. I liked it. I loved it actually. It was like Piper was awesome in that. It was. Uh, oh, oh, wait a second. I I do apologize. I did like the OJ Simpson part. Oh yeah, they were stiff. The white bronze. It was like a legit man, like, fight. I think Piper broke his hand or something. Yeah, he punched him in the head. Yeah. Yeah, and almost like whacked him with a baseball bat. It was like no joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then it was crazy. So now we're going to, what is it, May of 96, right? 
So then I'm watching Nitro, and then I was watching it live, right? Nitro and then Raw, changing back and forth. Then I tell my brother, I'm like, Chris, it's fucking Razor Ramon. He, he, he's on Nitro. And then like he hops the rail and gives, to this day, one of the most important promos in the history of pro wrestling as far as the impact it had on the future of the business. So when he says, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. He's like, you want a war? I was like, oh shit. Is yeah. he still W? I, I didn't know at the time. I was like, are we going to have an actual WWF versus WCW? Like this, that was insane. Yeah. I was like, this is Razor Ramon. And it was him. Yeah. You know I mean? it was him that, With if, that gimmick. If that doesn't go well, who knows what, right. you know, what, what would be right now. You know? Insane. Rodney, what, what do you think about that? I feel like I, I saw it live too. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like I was, I didn't know what was happening. I was shocked. I was, I was sitting there going, wait, why is he, what's happening? Like, I, I felt like the people in the audience, like everyone's like, what, what? And then people were talking about it. Cause you know, this is free internet. So when you run into your friends, like you yeah. watched last night and they're like, oh my, what's happening? And week after week, that's boom. The Monday night war started because of him, because of that, as you're, as you're saying, because of that promo. Like, it's so good, and week after week, what's going to happen? And you know it was so good, because we would watch, and you know, some of, some of, you know, some of Nitro was good, but it's also like two or three hours long sometimes. Like, <laughs> like yeah. that's one, the NWO, what's happening? No, but it's like, you, you wanted it, to, like, you were thirst to tune in next week, because you're like, what's going on here? Yeah, and then the, the good thing with what Nitro did was, you know, they sprinkled some in the beginning, you know, they sprinkled some in the middle. So they made you want to stay because, you know, yeah. they just didn't do everything in the beginning and that's it, you're not going to see him again. He showed up in the announce table later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, this, this is fucking crazy. And, and it was, it was, it was perfect. It was, like, yeah. You couldn't be and then also the way Eric Bischoff played to it was like, yo, what are you doing here? This mm-hmm. is not like, it was, yeah. it was just crazy. And then also like Tommy Schiavone. He was like, wait, 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 look through the crowd. And Razor Briscoe was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? And then that's, oh, when, the, that's when they zoomed in on, on Razor. Razor, Scott Hall, when he was on, and you know, as there's, there's, I'm going to say like between 91 and 98, he was solid. Right. Every punch he threw looked strong and legit. I mean, watch some of his strong matches. He's punching people. You could hear the smack on him. Like 
just oozing the toughness and and, and the coolness, right? Right. right. Um, like he wasn't how, how I put it, like you know, like De Niro and Pesci, right? Like everybody comes from for De Niro, right? Oh, Favors to watch movies, so there's another reference. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to understand right now. You know, but they stay for Pesci, right? You know, the, you see Goodfellas, you you see uh, Casino. You know what I mean? It's 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 the sidekick, but yeah. not you know. It's like if if you need that supporting person, and Scott Hall was, I think, the the greatest supporting person in the history of the business, and he was fine with that, and that's why he was the greatest because he was cool with that. As long as you pay me, dude, I'll be whatever you want, and I'll do the best that I can to be that person. And that was his thing, man. That was, more people should be like, like that. Yeah, no, no, it, it it made total sense, and um, also I I loved his look, like he had like the. The denim vest with the with the de- with the yeah. jeans and like the, the the boots and stuff, which is just like natural, yeah. yeah. Natural and then I'm also thinking too, like if it wasn't Hall and it was Nash that came first, I just think it wouldn't have felt the same. Yeah. Hall was the right person to fucking start the yeah. the NWO. It, that Nash is not the guy to start with. It was definitely Hall, and it was always him. And you know, he really, you, you know, I I I heard that. Uh, read somewhere that the, the rock had actually said you know you know to scott hall that you were one of like my inspirations to build a character and i can see that because you know scott mm-hmm. hall you know again a couple of years later he could have done his own thing just based on his attitude yeah right look at the rock's punches by the way it's the same the way he does yeah, yeah. No, like the little smack to it right yeah it's it's yeah it it's you don't. I never noticed. Right. I did, yeah. You know who put me on that? It was uh, um, uh, the hurricane. The hurricane tweeted like, "Oh, I always wondered, you know, if that was the case because I looked at your punches and like, oh, wait a minute." And then I'm uh, same thing as Ryan. Yeah, Hall and yeah, Hall and Rock punched the same way. Yeah. yeah. So again, you and we'll probably learn more and more as Joey Golden Era dropping knowledge. Yeah, over it's, here. it's it's amazing. Again, you know, it, it, it sucks that it takes some, a person, you know, like dying to kind of like. Look at his influence and, and everything. Right. But yeah, I'm sure it's not going to be the only time we're going to be like, oh snap. Cause now, now, now when I watch wrestling, I want to see like, hmm, let me see if I can see any razor here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think everybody has a piece of, you know, razor in them somehow, somehow, or took a piece from somebody who took a piece. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that six degrees of separation. No. So yeah, he's. He's more important than we think. You know what I mean? Than a lot of people think in the industry. Yeah, and, and, the, and the thing about Hall is like, he didn't have to talk too much, right? He just does like the, hey, yo, just to start off and people eat it up. You know, that's it. And yeah, then, or the, the spooky fingers. Or, yeah. You know, the, the little stuff like that, man. It, it, all, all of it worked. All of it worked. And he was fine by being the, he was fine being the guy inside. Exactly, and that's why you know, and, and that's why he, he 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 personified you know that that everything. I can't even yeah. talk. Until, no, and then also like he was never one to like politic to like try to get to that level. Like he was fine no. putting people over. Yes, like no problem. You know. No. Yeah. I think there, there's unfortunately uh, that attitude did not help him because. You know, now he's in, you know, now he's in WCW and like he's kind of going with the flow, but the flow of that place was a disaster. Right. You know, and like, you know, this is where he starts like really doing massive drugs, drinking, and then WCW does like the grossest thing possible, which is 
make a storyline about his yes. and I remember his, that. You know, I remember the match where he fought, and it was a, it was a huge deal. I remember it was at a pay per view. I was like, great. I'm looking forward to, to Nash beating the crap out of him and teaching him a lesson. And it was just like a really sad match that wasn't so much a story as a, like, this is too real, but not in a good way. Yeah. Wasn't but it like. Remember that match where like basically he, Nash beats him, but he's so drunk that he doesn't even pin him and he loses by countout. Oh, I, I I gotta watch that. Um, There was also one where like Hall was coming out with a drink in his hand. Like kind of playing yeah, that he, yeah, he was that all the time. with yeah. Virgil, right? He would come out with Virgil. Yeah, and Virgil would have a drink or something like that and stuff like that. And, I don't know. But um, that 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 kind of sucked. Yeah. yeah. And then um, so then with this NWO run, I mean, again, one of the greatest stables in the history, of course, if not the greatest. You know, you could talk about DX, you could talk about any other groups, but no, the Shield, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? Shield has been erased because Moxley went to AEW, oh, no. so WWE erased it. The Shield does not exist, right? Um, so if we go now to all right, so his WCW run ends, and then you know he takes time off, and then we look at. Yeah, I think he's still he's doing some indie stuff. I think I saw a video where he showed up in ECW. He was there for like one or two dates. He came out to the Lauren Hill Fuji's Ready and Not song. At some ECW show. That was ECW? That, that was, was ECW. Really? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. That was a big ass arena. Hold on. YouTube it. I that was ECW? That was ECW. I thought that was a new No. No. You sure? Dude? He had an ECW, yeah, for like one or two dates. It was crazy. No one that's like one of the hidden gems that no one really knows. I, okay. We'll see. I, I bet my life on it. It's All right. ECW. I'm gonna put that up right there. Yeah. If I'm wrong. So then Obviously, 2002 comes around, and there's rumblings of NWO making a comeback in WWE. Obviously, it's not the same. I mean, it's the same core, but um, it's just a matter of, like, let's see how Vince is going to book these guys, right? I personally was excited, even though, you know, we're in 2002. You know, I was more excited also, like, great, these are the original WWE guys coming back. And then also getting Hogan back yeah, in WWE was, like, icing on the cake. Yeah. But then just seeing them come back at No Way Out 2002, I think that was in February, and then just seeing them all three together, I was like, wow, because Scott Hall, like, he still looks pretty good. He looks a little excited out there, and hopefully they can make something great again, you know? And the pop he got when he said, yeah, the first time in WWE, like, oh, man, that's just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. But that was a good, that was a, you know, it was an okay one, I think he was still dealing with stuff, you know what I mean? But he, he had, was, he was. He, um, <clears throat> he looked good, he looked okay against uh, Austin, you know, and he, he, fought, he fought a few times, right? He fought Austin in WrestleMania 18, right. where they had a one-on-one match. Okay. That was, that was not a great match, that was an okay match. Yeah. Only because it's, it's, he, at this point, he's not doing well. Yep. So, you know he's not, like, you look at the match, you're like, you can do better. Oh, absolutely. You know he do better. Absolutely. And he's, and you know why you know he can do better? Because no one has ever taken the stunner like Scott Hall does at, at WrestleMania. He sold that he's so well. Over the top, but he's still so good. Like we pop for him. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I remember that. Yeah. And then um, the run wasn't that long. He left in 2003. I think it was that whole plane ride from hell. I think they fired him for that. Yeah, he got. Know he was sleeping the whole time. Yeah, it was like, so you, you guys should watch that, that, was that on A&E? 
Well, no, that was Dark Side of the Ring. That was Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Um, so then he, he gets let go. Then I think he does a little run in TNA. Yeah. In the early days. Then just kind of like floats around. And then, you know, we talk about, you know, his drug issues. And, you know, there was some sad videos I've seen. There was one where I think he could barely walk and yeah. he still brought him out anyway. I think even Justin uh, Credible was like, that's fucked up. Like, he was no, he was in no yeah. shape to even show up. And they still forced him out there anyway. But then, um. Did he have a 30 for 30 or something like that? Or I guess the end up that kind of highlighted everything? I think he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, fast forward to 2010, they have the NWO reunion at Impact, right? Once Hogan becomes like the GM or something. Right, mm-hmm. Scott Hall's there. He has a little run there, and then you know, short lived. And then, I mean, we're talking Hall of Fame here, 2014. And just looking at him, I think he was already like with DDP, right? At yeah, this is this is this is post, you know, D, uh, DDP and you know him. Yeah. Covered, yeah. But then looking at him, I was like, Scott Hall looks amazing. Yeah. He looks so happy. He's got the white blazer on. I was like, he looks oh, in great shape. His tan was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I was just I was just so happy for him. Because I know yeah. he had his demons. And, you know, just the influence he had on the business. And, uh, you know, I was just so glad he got inducted and got his, his moment. You know? Yeah. So And then, you know, you, you could see him. I don't, I don't want to say deteriorating. But, again, I think, you know, the, the wrestling life caught up with him in terms of his body. Right? Um, yeah. You could see him, you know. I think I see a, a saw video of him a couple from a couple of weeks ago, he made an appearance. He couldn't. He couldn't step. Yeah, he didn't even make a step. Without, you know. It's just sad, man. Yeah. A lot of that wear and tear, and a lot of the abuse. And look, we can't. You can't deny that that in wrestling for the longest time, steroids were just normal. You know, right. and that stuff mm-hmm. eats away at you. And like, you know, a lot of the greats have died way too early because of it. And you know, it, it's it was sad to see Scott. Um, not being able to move like he used to. Mm-hmm. Well, but at least those last couple of years, and that's something that's like we can say it's positive is, you know, with the help of TDP and like, you know, just uh, trying to, to face his demons, he right. really looked like he was in a good place mentally. And, you know, hopefully he, he, that's how it went. You know, yeah. it's a shame that, that he passed, but, you know, apparently he slipped and broke his hip. Like, I'm 63. That's that's still a good 10 years earlier than you should be breaking your hip. <clears throat> and like his body couldn't take like you know a, not an easy operation, but certainly you know the kind of thing that that if you were healthier, you this wouldn't happen. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it's sad, but you know he he lived a good life in in the, you know in the wrestling sense. He he had a good run and. You know, you hope that his family appreciates, you know, the work he did because, you know, as wrestling fans, we do, you yeah, know, and you know, I, again, you know, going into the last couple of like, years, I wasn't really thinking about how Scott all influenced, like, my rest, my love of wrestling, but like I keep saying, like, there's like six, seven years right there that he was a big part of it, right? And even if he wasn't like top of my head, his work helped make things happen. You know, and it's a, it's a, it's not just one person. We're not watching. You know, it takes a lot of people to make wrestling good, and he was definitely one. Yeah, I agree. And you know, they also say he's probably, arguably, one of the greatest to never win a world title. Yeah, again, again, but when people say again, I don't think he cared, right? Yeah, he he, he didn't need it. He didn't need it. He didn't need it. And he made it possible for people to think that way. Like, look, 
if if we all do good, you do. You know what I'm saying? If if the if the main event does good, you do good. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? You, you, you always work your way. Obviously, you always want to be the best you can be, but be the best you can be at that moment. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think that's what the, that's what he uh, you know kind of taught everybody. I think. Yeah. That was his thing. And then um, we went to WrestleCon in. So 2019, this yeah. was WrestleMania 35 weekend, and you know the podcast was still in its early stages, you know, getting everything ready, and we had met Scott Hall, and just the interaction with him, you know, he's so down to earth, very humble, very genuine, and really appreciated every fan there. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm just gonna sign your autograph and you just like keep it moving. No, he like he had a conversation with people, but I was like, hey, think you could, you know, shout out the the podcast. He's like, yeah, sure, why not? And then Joey's got the video, and it's like, he didn't do good on the first take. And he's like, no, let's, let's, let's do it again. I want to make sure it's right. <clears throat> and it's, it's just so cool, man. I, I had this preconceived notion that, you know, and like I said earlier in the podcast, like, you know, although he was like this cool machismo guy, and he had demons, and also, he never he never seemed to me like a, like an asshole, right? Yeah. And I was I was completely right, right? He had, like, the longest line, right? And he was genuinely just interacting with everybody. Now we've seen wrestlers, you know, other wrestlers that day, Jake the Snake. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, not, not and the best. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't that good. Right. I, I won't. I won't go there. Uh, <laughs> Christian as well. We'll rate Christian. It wasn't. It wasn't that good. Christian Cage. Yeah. Christian Cage. Uh, anyway, um, but wait, wait. There's a podcast secrets coming out here. Yeah. Wait. Oh, I can tell you. There's a little hate. Here. Yeah, there's some oh, heat. There's, there's some heat. Yeah, there. but there's like legit heat. Like me and him had a thing. Or you know, well, basically, I'll, I'll let you know right now. Cause I, so spell um, it, spell I'll it. Spell it. So first, Jake Snake was like, you know, before, when our kids was there, and he and he he just, he just made it be known, like, hey, charge the kids, charge those kids. Like, I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? There goes my whole like Jake Snake is why. And then um. With Christian, right? So famous son, like we, we're coaching wrestlers, and now Santino was awesome. Everybody oh, was like podcasting from promoting the podcast, right? So um, we asked, we asked Christian had a guy there. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And we asked the guys, like, "You think it's cool?" Like, yeah, it should be fine. Even the even his guy thought, "Yeah, no problem." You know, of course, ask him. And I asked him, and his response was, "I'd rather not." I'm like, and, 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 and then his guy went on to explain, well, he has his own podcast. I'm like, we're fucking, we, we're three kids from, you know, three kids, three men from like, we're just starting out, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, nobody's stop, seeing us shit. You're fucking Christian and you have Edge. And I'm, I got this, I'm like, I don't want to, want to exercise because he wouldn't do this bullshit. And then he, and then, you know, I already paid to see him, right? So I'm like, I don't want to take a picture with him. I'm good. So I had to make my son take a picture with Christian. And those are the three lamest pictures in the world. I'm going to put them up, too. I, I have to. I, my son is like, oh. I mean, You need to put them up and, you yeah. know. Because I, I think. Because I, you know, I, you know. I think my son felt my energy. He was like, oh, all right, whatever. I'll take a picture with him. And, like, it's so awkward, man. But anyway. <laughs> But anyway, um, but going back to, to, to Razor, his line was 
like the, the longest line there, right? Him and Rick Flair, probably. And your kids were there with him, too. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we, we approach him, and he's he's just, like you said, he looks you in the eye, didn't rush. You know, he was just speaking to you. Um, and, you know, we asked him, he's like, yeah, dude. And then, you know, I had him. You see it on uh, one of my uh, the promos um, that put I had on Instagram. Yeah. You know, what, what gets me, and it got me choked up when I saw it, because he, on, on the first take he did, like, he was, like, genuinely, like, upset that he, that he fucked up. You know what I mean? So he's like, ah, take two. And he smiled. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. He, that was his thing. Like, he was genuinely enjoying pro, cutting promo, you know? He, it, it, no matter who it was. He's like, all right, he's on the phone, whatever. He didn't charge us for that extra, you know? No, he right. did it out of the love, right? He just showed real, real love. And he did it. And I messed up, too, because um, I didn't, I stopped recording, right? But if you see the, 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 when he finished, like, uh, he said breakdown, much in podcast, you don't want to miss it, Chico. Yeah. He walks back and does the, oh, and I, damn. And I stopped That's his famous walk right yeah, there. Yeah, I was so oh. nervous, dude, that I just stopped recording because I wanted to make, you know, no disrespect, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. And that was like, that put it over the top of me. I'm like, dude. And Nash, too. Nash was very, Nash was cool. Very cool. He couldn't get up. He had to sit down. Um, he was like, you know, my knees and messed up. But Bring the kids over or whatever. You know, those two dudes. You know what I mean? Like, those two dudes don't have to. And they're like, oh, get away from me. And we, we'll, we'll buy it because, you know, that's, that's the way this ended up. Yeah, 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 right, right. But, but Scott Hall, you know, yeah, it just he, he, he wasn't a dick. I knew he wasn't a dick. You know what I mean? And when we met him, I knew Class I knew man. Again, no matter what, yeah. It's so nice to hear because, you know, I, like, you, the problem is, as we all know, like, it's the click. And the click is just like was this negative thing. They got to have that, right? And nice to know that, like on their own, they were like nice guys. Because you know, you see pictures with with kids. He's always taking pictures with like fans and and wrestlers' kids, and you're like that. That seems really cool. Like that's a genuine thing when you appreciate your fans. He got a promo on somebody's on an Uber driver's kid. Did you see that? Oh yeah, I think I saw something. Yeah, it was amazing. Like he, he took a, he took Uber's. Let's say you're gonna find out more and more how awesome this guy was. He yeah. he, he took an Uber, um, and then you know, the driver was like, "Hey, you know, my kid's not behaving very well. Can you cut a promo?" And he cut a fucking promo. <laughs> and he cut a promo. That. It, awesome. It's, it's just that's stuff class, like that. Classic you know what I mean? man. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you, you see him with the you know the, this famous thing where he did the he gave a legit IC title to some sick kid in Jerry Springer, right? Mm-hmm. I think he did about two, and then. He, he said he's, he still keeps in contact with, well, he still kept in contact with one of them because one of them survived and then was a big kind of, yeah. um, you know, advocate for the cause. See how cool And then, you know, a, a lot of the things he was like, you know, I don't, like, a lot of things he's, he said, and again, he says this, but, uh, you know, um, he, he, they were supposed to do some, some, something with a kid who had cancer and cameramen show up and he was like, I don't know who it, the kid wasn't there, but, He's like, it's not about the cameras to me. It's about just genuinely doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, this is back in the day where, you, you know. Right. There's no. Exactly. Now it looks fake. Now it's like, oh, we know. We can just. But he just is genuine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, he just always. And he always kept it real. Right? Even even in his, uh, you know, his darkest night. He's like, dude, drugs are great. You know, drugs are the best. But if you can't handle them, don't take them. I'm only telling you from my perspective. I'm like, oh, this guy, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy, he just, keeps it real. yeah, keeps it real. And he looks genuine. And he always, you know, and again, you, when you look at him more and you, you study him and you see his interviews, especially 
you know, his interviews after his career. Yeah. You know, it's always like, he's he's just a good, a good-hearted dude, you know? Always gives great insight, man. Fucking love Scott Hall. I'm not going to lie, like, when I, when I found out, you know, he passed and just watching some tribute videos, watch some old stuff, I'm not going to lie, I got, I got choked up, man. Just because he, he played a big part of my childhood, like, make me love wrestling and love the character. I thought he was, like, the coolest guy in the world. Like, yo, I want to be like Razor. Like, he's just so cool, man. Yeah, and shout out to WWE for 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 doing that on the spot too, right? Because yeah. Razor died, like I think during the broadcast or right before the broadcast. Yeah, like right and before. Then, you know, you see Corey Graves oh, getting choked up. They did something. Uh, WWE did. Yeah, yeah they, they, they they cut a whole um, you know, um, what's kind of uh, like a video, a video montage, montage yeah, yeah. Of, of of him, and then you know Corey Graves got choked up. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it, it was great. AEW, on the other hand, I'm sorry, man, I'm a little disappointed on on that. They did some subliminal references. And so, you know, subliminal for like sub- Scott Hall? Like Britt Baker had like Scott Hall gear from like the Outsiders. Yeah, but that's it. Well, they also don't have any like rights to footage. Well, and that's what I was thinking about too. Like, if they don't have any rights to footage at all. Well, I would mean, do like a 10 bell salute with the Well, yeah. I mean, he, I think he was that, you know, important. He was that important, right? So the bit now, again, I, I kind of go off and on on Twitter and, you know, a, a lot of people were complaining about that. Yeah. And this is where being a wrestling fan gets a little crazy. Because you have these people like, well, he never contributed anything to AEW. And I'm like, this is where I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm yeah. sure he had a big influence on a lot of the uh, yeah. But like, you know, but you know, just knowing um yeah, I, I think Tony Khan could have done a better job. I'm sorry. I mean yeah. I don't even tweeted about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So this is where this is where, you know, me and him got a Beef here, you know. I, I don't think he takes the, the temperature of the room a lot, right? Right. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, the Britt Baker, the drip that she had was great, you know. Right. But other, you know, you start the Jim Ross starting the commentary. But I'm curious. I'm also curious as to like how many wrestlers we see today have actually been influenced and like saw Scott Holmes like this is the reason why I'm a wrestler. Yeah, you made me get into this. I'm sure there's quite a few of them, and I think the story it tells too. It's like a lot of guys. You like they break into the business because of a character, not so much because someone's a great wrestler, right? Because anyone can be a great wrestler. Like, I think a lot of guys were influenced and got into the business because of Scott Hall. Like, there's some guys I forget who like got in the business because of Randy Savage, right? Savage was a great character. CM Punk, I think Roddy Piper was a big influence on. Piper was a character. Daniel Bryan, believe it or not, got into to the business because Ultimate Warrior that was his favorite the reason why he got into wrestling. Makes sense. So it's like the character. <laughs> But it, it, it's ironic, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Daniel Bryan became just a wrestler, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But it's just crazy how you look at the character and the charisma of yeah. people to get into the business. Not so much because, oh, a great wrestler, right? So I think, you know, Scott Hall, man, it's, it's just tough. It's, I mean, Scott Hall was so good at his role that people just, you know, I think he got spoiled, right? So you always look kind of past him and saw the bigger guys. And right. And he just... It's yeah. just, yeah, I think he's just, he's just so good at it, you know? And, and that's why now, now, in retrospect, you're going to find out, you know, what, what the real legacy is. And he's one of those guys, too, like Rodney. Like, he just has it. Like, is that it you can't really describe, but you know he has it. And there's very few right now that just have it naturally. A lot of guys, you know, you kind of got to force them into, like, right, give them a promo, and it's still not deliver. But Scott Holt's just a natural at it, you know? Just yeah, yeah. I you know. Again, we we can go on debate, um, you know, um, rants over here. But 
Like the only one that I see now with that it is MJF, you know, in, in terms of just having that charisma and having it on all the time and all that stuff. You can't teach that stuff, man. You, you can't. Not. You can't teach and, it. And a lot of these uh these kids today in the business just don't have that. And I don't know how they're gonna, you know, even the big guys are not allowed. You know, I, I think there's a lot of guys out there that have some kind of it factor, yeah. but different worlds. And yeah. just because you have the it factor doesn't mean you're gonna make it. And that's like, you know, like I, I heard you guys talking, like, you know, I like Keith Lee. I think he's got something. Doesn't mean he's gonna make it. He can flop out because a lot of it's like how much work are you gonna put in? You know, how much, you know, uh, uh, how much uh, fan interaction are you doing? Because when you're saying something as simple as saying hi to your fans, that could be what connects to the, to the fans. And I don't know what's going on with like a lot of the young people now because you know there's so many ways to meet people now. With, with the pandemic, people were like getting autographs online. Right. Okay, it's just not the same. Right. I get it, but you know, I, if I'm going to like an autograph signing, I want to see the person. Mm. Uh, you know. Yeah. Get it online. So I, who knows? I mean, there's there's guys out there. Definitely, you know, uh, MJF and like, uh, but we'll see. You know, I, I, you know, I got, I got like my, I, I wish that wrestlers were like stock. You know, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I want to invest in like ten and see which one of these guys makes yeah. it, and then at the end, I should get like, you know, bonus. I, I would be a rich person with my wins and losses, but uh, no, he's called a lot of, he's called a lot of good ones. But though. again, I think yeah. it's a generational thing too. Yeah. You know, it's like, do do they need to put in that work anymore? You know. Um, to continuously evolve, and I don't think that's that's what's missing. I yeah, think, you know, right, right. Just so you know, oh, I'm content where I'm at now. Let me just do this, the same thing over like, and over. Uh, like Dolph Ziggler. Well, yeah. Who knows? You know, who knows? Uh, I'm not really too familiar with. I feel like Dolph Ziggler had it, but he blew it big time. And part of why he blew it was because he stayed in WWE. I agree. He, he should have run, demanded more. Just the way he was told. There's so many. I, I, you know, when Sting showed up to to WWE, he put him over. But he helped him win the Survivor Series. Years yes, ago. I remember that. And I was like, "This is it. He's making the yeah. top finally." And yeah, he got pinned by uh, somebody stupid the next day. But you can tell he's gonna. I mean, again, I'm gonna call it here. <clears throat> Sooner than later, he's gonna get the the lifetime achievement WWE one. You know what I mean? For being a good. Um, he's gonna get the world title for being a company guy. Yeah, I mean, of course, of course, he'll, he'll get it. He'll get a shot. He'll he'll get that. You know, okay, here you go. You know, you'll have a few months or a month or two until Brock Lesnar yeah. comes <laughs> and beats him in ten seconds. <laughs> at, at, at this rate, like, I, I credit for AEW because they're really doing great with like the veteran wrestlers. Right. You know, Sting's run right now is amazing. amazing. You know, the Hardys were back. Party boys, <laughs> we're back. Got the thing, it was October. Great, great. And they're giving them their, their just due, you know, which is, you know, like back to Scott Hall. Like, if Scott Hall had kept helping, you know, he might have had a, a good run somewhere. Yeah. You know, if someone would just look out for him like that. Yeah. You know, and like, nice to see that. But I, with Ziggler, I think he's going to end up in AW before uh, he gets uh, that kind of recognition. Yeah. But I think also, like, Scott Hall is one of those guys that. You know, you know, he's still been alive or give him a role like backstage as one of those like producers or like help with the promos, like be that influence to the younger guys. I think probably nobody better than Scott Hall to guide wrestlers in their in their, in their careers. I think he would have been a great influence. Kind of like people say about William Regal, right? He's got that influence backstage and you know, a big signing for AEW to me. 
I think it's going to do wonders. But I think somebody like Scott Hall too would have been very beneficial in the locker room. You know? Yeah, yeah. I just don't think, um, well, maybe it couldn't be that. Or he just didn't want it, the, the full-time yeah. schedule and whatnot. Uh, but, but um, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the legacy of Scott Hall is is truly remarkable. I mean, he was the spark that started the revolution, the revolution of the wrestling business in the 90s. Even Hogan said it. Like, he revitalized Hulkamania, that heel run. Yeah. It was Scott Hall that reignited his career. Plain yeah. simple. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is why he's on the not much more. Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. Oh. Oh man! Did anyone ever kick out of the uh, Razor's Edge? That's a great question. I do not know. I don't remember that. I mean, it was from a time where my finishers were actually finishing. That was an amazing finisher, though. I mean, in, in, in WWE, right? Or in, gen- or in general, has anyone kicked out of it? Uh, video face over. That's true. I'm sure, that was was he part of the one hundred and fifty and zero or something like that? Might have been. I can see, but you know, at by by the time Goldberg was around, he was already not at his best. Yeah. So I, mean, I I don't know if he like kicked out. He probably just didn't, you know, hit him with the Razor's Edge. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I also remember seeing a video. Uh, if you if you watch on YouTube when Scott Hall made his debut in WWF, this was like a dark match. He came out with the Razor of Gear, but a long tight stone instead of short tights. Yeah. And then when they did his TV debut, it was with the short. Nah, the short was better. But I, yeah, I mean, but I like the way they looked, though. You know, they looked pretty cool. And he fought Carmelo's dad. Yes, he did. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh, not the knee pads with the razors yeah. on. That's right there, I'm saying. Yeah, I love the, the color coordination. He always had, like, different colors on, man. Hey, he never used a razor, like a gimmick. You know what I mean? The weapon. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would have been so, you know, cheap. Cheap heat, and he didn't do it. Oh, right? Man, what do you have to cut somebody open? No, no. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably a little, you know, crazy. But it, you would think it would be like, all right. Yeah. You, have to be, you know, but no. That's true. Awesome. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. So, Scott Hall, man, he will always be remembered. Uh, One of the greats. To me, one of the top all time to never win a title. Not that he needed it, but just his influence from a character standpoint, even for a wrestler, a guy his size. I mean, we're going to miss him. He's definitely... Made a big impact in, in the business. You know? Yep. We can go on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Um, how you feeling, Rodney? Any any other thoughts on, on, on Scott Hall? Uh, I was just going to say, uh, his outsider matches versus the Steiners, especially the ones when he first got to WCW, all of them are worth watching. Oh, They're that's a good usually okay. hitting because the Steiners don't play. And Scott Hall and Nash, especially in 97, 96, 97. Yeah. The early time, they, they were solid matches. So, check those out too. Yeah, man. I, I will definitely check those out. Um, a lot, it looks like a lot of Scott Hall matches to watch, you know? But um, he definitely has got some memorable ones for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I think that wraps it up. Um, Scott Hall, man, we're going to miss you, man. Yeah, for real. Peace, man. Rest in peace for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that about wraps it up for the Breakdown Wrestling Podcast. Again, I am Fabian Sandow. Rodney, Ladino Heat, thank you for joining. I'm sure you will be a guest on many more future podcasts. I'll make sure when we do one on Eddie Guerrero, I, I, I bring you on board. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Even like the Shawn Michaels 
uh, episode. Oh, yeah, we gotta yeah, talk yeah. about that too. Just everything. Wait, so many avenues to drive down, man. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> and I'm glad. I'm glad to finally know the mystery of why there's hate for Christian. I'm on board with it. Screw that guy. Oh, good. Yeah, we can do a lot of stuff. And also, just really bad, you know, before we close, though, you know what I hate, too, is like, this fucking guy said no, but yet, we had Hall Bischoff, <laughs> who, who almost brought Vince out of business, right. shouted us out on a podcast. So we're like, Christian, who the hell do you think you are yeah. saying no wow. to us? You know what and, I mean? And that was the kind of, the, the, if everybody else said no, then I'm like, all right, you know, and even still, Christian, come on, you know, but still, okay, we would have got it, but... This is after Hall. This is after Nash. This is over the Nash Nash. But this is after all these guys put this up. I'm talking about, um, who else? Who we got? Um, 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 Enzo. Enzo shouted us out too. Who was like the hottest free agent at that time. Oh, Candace Michelle. Candace Michelle. That was great. Um, Teddy Long. Teddy Long. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Did Gail Kim. Oh, yeah. Damn, we have quite a few. Gail, we, we got, I took a picture with Gail Kim, and, you know, I'm, like, holding her waist. I'm like, oh, this is not even, like, <laughs> two, two, 2022, you know, <laughs> uh, centric anymore. Um, but, yeah, everybody else said, yeah, and that fucking guy. Okay. And I didn't like him already. And now I just, again, that just made it over the, the, the edge. The razor's edge, that is. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that about wraps it up. Uh, Golden Era, any final words? Um, again, rest in peace, Kaho. Um, you know, thank you for your your uh, everything that you've done for the business. And we're going to see more and more, you know, as the years go by, you know, little trinkets of Kaho everywhere. Um, that being said, um, check us out. Breakdown Wrestling Podcast, Instagram, Twitter's coming soon. Uh, we'll have our website up pretty soon. YouTube, again, subscribe below. Right there. Um, right there. Right, yeah, exactly. Right here. Right there. Um, and that's it, man. Hopefully, you know, we're going to keep, well, we're going to keep continuing these episodes. And, uh, we're here to know, stay, man. That's it. All right. Make back sure you guys back. Woo. We are back and back for good. Also, make sure you check us out on all major audio platforms um, Amazon Prime, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeart. We're everywhere, man. So be sure to check us out. All right, so signing off here. You've been watching the Breakdown Wrestling Podcast. Learn from observation. Society is different. Now the gender roles reverse. He's confused on what he is, and so he starts to get depressed, thinking he was something less. How he isn't a real man, cause he ain't like all the rest. If he isn't a provider, then he isn't a success. So his girl will never love him, and he keep on getting stressed. But little does he know, this is all just in his head. So he holds it all inside and doesn't get it off his chest. Leaves the house and hits the bar, and everybody starts to stare as he keeps on walking drunk. And you know where it goes. From watch me break down, watch me break down, yeah. It's the breakdown, it's the breakdown, yeah. Watch me break down, watch me break down, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Engine blown out, put my face down, yeah. Ain't no way, bump, bring the bass round, yeah. Watch me break down, watch me break down, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They say a man is supposed to be aggressive, uh huh. Being bold and being a protector, uh huh. And all the sensitive shit doesn't help. Man up and just be yourself. But if a man is lost,